0: Well, of the three of us, one of us is most disappointed from this weekend. And would you expect it's the person who's highest up in the table? This is Red Card Radio. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends this week who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. With me tonight, that's Brad. He supports Chelsea. Down below, that's Sean. He supports Tottenham Hotspurs. Boys, hello, Brad. Welcome back. I'm glad that you uh, made it out of customs.
1: Thank you, thank you. It was, it was a hard, it was it was a hard proposition, but made it out.
0: Did you like lose your passport or something? Or
1: yeah. Um... And and then they had to double check my bags, it was it was awkward. How was Newark? Terrible. Don't <laughs> recommend it.
0: Yeah, anyway. I couldn't. New Jersey? Ugh. Icky. Who could? Mm. Not not me. None of none of our listeners, especially none of our listeners in New Jersey. Nah. Uh, no. There's
2: no I way. I would take Umbridge. Were you if you were talking about Arsenal in the in the um intro? They, they aren't the highest out of our clubs.
0: Okay, that's a fair point.
2: Um, you're going you're going to need to score more than 5 goals to do that. Uh well, the, the good thing for for us and all the
0: loyal listeners is that the league table is perfectly irrelevant for the next 7 weeks. I was uh, oh, and all right. and the all reason right. the reason why I misspoke was because it is irrelevant and I haven't looked at it yet. Um but I guess Spurs I guess that means Spurs have 7 points. I have no idea Did, Does Chelsea have more than I don't have have any clue how many points Chelsea has. Um, oh,
2: well, while re- I'll run you down a quick uh, well
0: before you do that little
2: table if you want uh,
0: before you do that um, hit that like like button hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube ring the sub notification bell drop a comment down below join our discord it's in the description if you're on one of the podcast sites all the stuff I just told you is also true on the description for your uh, audio listening pleasure but then uh, follow five star rate review all that stuff that podcasts let you do that YouTube doesn't and uh, last caveat uh, sheets of integrity. Uh, you guys need to get your sheets of integrity submission in by Saturday at 11:59 PM Eastern Standard Time because we are in Eastern Standard Time uh, people. Uh, the The transfer window in England closes on Friday, so we were giving you guys 24 hours after that. Um, it's going to be more like 36 or 30 hours or something, but whatever. It closes Saturday at 11:59 Eastern Time. Um, yeah. So, without uh, further ado, this is going to be our, our review of Match Week 3. Uh, Ten games were played. Uh, they are scrolling along the bottom of this video. If you're on one of the podcast sites, just uh, open up Google while you're listening to it. Uh, if you're driving, don't do that. Um, if you're driving, wait until you're safe. Uh, but you can... Only uh,
2: if you're in a Tesla.
0: Well, yeah. You got, that, you got that full self-drive mode. Go to town. Yeah. You're probably also looking at tweets right now, or excuse me, X's. You're looking at X's from your from your when you're full self driving in your in your Tesla. Um,
2: James, all my exes live in Texas. Do you want to hear? <laughs> do you want to hear this table so you can see where Chelsea is? Sure. Why not? You're going to do it anyway. I know. I've been waiting for you to give me a moment <laughs> that I could butt in, and a George Strait reference was about all I could pull. Uh, city, city, the only one on nine, uh, West Ham. Tottenham, Liverpool, Arsenal, all on seven. Funny enough, only uh, the top three of those who have the best goal differential drew the first weekend and then have one since, and you did the opposite. Uh, Brighton, Villa, United, all on six. Brentford, Chelsea, on... No, just Brentford on five. Chelsea, Palace, and Fulham on four. So that's 10th through 12th that I've just recapped. Newcastle did have a rough run into the season, uh so we we called that before the season started. They just have a they got a tough stretch at the beginning. It's gonna come together a little bit later. They're on three along with uh Forest Wolves. Uh Bournemouth, the lone last person in sixteenth with a point, and by person I mean a team. They have <laughs> one point. Uh the following teams do not have a point. Sheffield, Burnley, Luton, Everton.
0: Now, quick quick question about Everton. They're the, only, they they're, the, they're the only ones without a goal, right? Everyone else
2: has at least yes. scored. Yes. Uh, yes. The So uh, fair fair point to call that out and point that out. Uh, that's a little bit unfair to a few of these people in the bottom because both Burnley and Luton have only played two games, so they haven't had a third <laughs> chance to get points. Uh, Sheffield and Everton have both had three chances to get points, and they did not. However, only Sheffield have scored, and they've scored uh, two goals, where Everton have not scored a single goal. They are negative six.
0: Um, we, we should also point out that Burnley, while they've only played two games and they're on zero points right now, once they've played their game in hand, they will be on three points because uh, it is a uh, it is a, it's a a fact. You can take it to the bank that games in that hand will, at Turf Moor are
2: points in the bank. That will launch them immediately up to 13th.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. of course. All right, <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad that we did that, um, so we could get our games in hand FC uh, reference in for That's the right. week. Um, shout out Jimmy. You shout out Luton Town. We're still waiting for those, uh, still waiting for those press passes for Kenilworth Road. Just uh,
1: I, I, maybe it's because the their the first match week hasn't happened yet, so maybe they're trying to figure out where we're going to sit and we'll get those passes in as soon as they have their first home game.
0: Just saying international windows coming up the and in, uh, the international break. Uh you guys can get that all sorted. Remember info.redcardradio@gmail.com.
2: Yeah. Maybe they send it snail snail mail,
0: you yeah. know. Oh, true. Uh, do, I don't think we have a physical mailing address. And no. who wants no. who wants to shout out their uh, their mailing address on the podcast who, who's, who's doing that? Just, who's, who's doxing themselves? Just, just,
2: just send it to uh DC United St- stadium and one of us will figure it out from there
0: (laughs) I think the Charlotte FC stadium is probably proximity we've got someone closer to the Charlotte FC stadium than we do the DC United stadium
2: we can figure out either one we're close enough to we can sort that out all right Um,
0: speaking of Luton town we are kicking off this week. We're talking Chelsea Luton Town. Um, seven minutes in, we're finally talking about results. Uh, so, Brad, you were not here last week. Um, Sean and I were were detailing the dire straits that uh, that Chelsea were in. The fact that Chelsea needed to have a positive result in a um, uh, convincing a convincing result against Luton Town. That any kind of uh, ambiguity or uh, nervousness nervousnessness Any a nervy finish in that game would not be good. Um, And they did it. Raheem Sterling, second week in a row, looking really, looking really good. Uh, Chelsea win the game 3-0. What what say you?
1: Yeah, uh, Sterling looked great with his uh, brace. um, Driving at defenses, like even when they sat in a low block, having a Sterling. um, Nico looked really, really good, our striker. Homie is looking like a purchase uh, for 32 mil. I'm super, super happy with him and everything. He's been able to do. I have a quick, quick question. We're calling him Nico. Oh, Nico Jackson. Yes, Nico is using his first name, not well, Nic-
0: Jackson. Nicholas Jackson.
1: No, his name is Nico.
0: Oh, so because when you said Nico, I thought you meant Nico Williams of previously oh. of Liverpool fame, and I was like, what? what is going yeah, he's, on? Here? He's
1: now on Forest, yeah, exactly. That's died. what I'm saying. And so, no, 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 Nico Jackson, that is that is what his name I, has been, I, I, I think. N- never calling twitters, him that to the yeah.
2: X's. I, I just, uh. I just want to point out that we have already. This is (laughs) in August. Reached the point of the season that Brad is calling out the bargains on his club and not the hundred million dollar. We're not calling out the hundred million dollar. He's already. I I just want to shout him out for thirty-two million. We got to steal with this one. Don't never mind the five hundred million dollar purchases behind him. No, don't look at the midfield. No, Jesus, midfield. <laughs> i mean but however
1: nobody I'm ever does on, talk about enzo's price on, uh,
2: on that point on nico's goal i'll give yes. you this i'm gonna oblige you on that one on nico's goal enzo had a superb outlet from mid midfield to sterling
1: oh, wasn't that gorgeous that and was st- so pretty and sterling, sterling just took, it from there. took
2: it one took it one time Straight yep. to straight to Jackson's foot. Who
1: who got his foot in there? Like that's such like a striker poacher goal. That's
2: your having burner like, oh, R- for three years, you know. It was amazing.
0: All right. Yes. Big big picture, Brad. Um yes. this was an expected result.
1: Correct. This is so, down. This is what we should have done. Um yes. Are, are you taking
0: anything away from this result?
1: Uh we got the three points, we got three goals. Um, we were convincing. They only really had one chance. Um, and, and Sanchez with his one punch, one save, um, all happened on the same shot. <laughs> was the only time I was a little bit nervous.
2: Can you, um, can you please explain to me how on one shot you can punch and save a ball?
0: Because he punched yeah, it to save it. He punched, punched it to it save it. And it like
1: spun up in the air and looked like it was going to go behind him and he caught it. So that's still- also a save.
0: No, no, no. You no, shouldn't no, get no, a save the, for that. The punch is the save.
1: Okay. Counting it is both.
0: Yeah, I don't think that counts as a punch. I think that counts as a save. Brad's out here stat padding. Is both. We are. Yes. Brad's like out here shooting, getting his own rebound, missing on purpose, getting his own rebound, missing on purpose, getting his own rebound, scoring, trying to get a fake triple double.
1: Yes, do it. I'm here for <sighs> it. Um, but no, yeah. Expected result. I'm happy. Uh, We got we got what we needed, and on to the next. We looked really good too. Like
2: it was expected.
1: Like we right, right. We controlled the game. We looked really good, and we should because it's Luton Town. Um, we should next week too, but that'll be later on. Um,
2: Luton Town didn't expect to be here. You should beat them. Yeah, I agree.
1: We should be smashing them through now. So. I think
2: you got a, a, a significantly
0: more uh, difficult game next week. Um, but we will address that later this week when we do our preview episode of Ooh. Match Week 4. So you'll make sure you want to tune back in uh, because yes. I do think you guys have a significantly more difficult match uh, coming up at the weekend. Sean, you have a question for me, right? If I'm not mistaken.
2: Yes, I was okay. curious uh in our pre pre-production meeting, which is usually when I text everybody on Monday, Monday
0: mornings. Yep. We get to work yep. and you don't do any work for the first two hours. Got it. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, hold on. Does your boss listen to this? <laughs> I mean, Sean's working real hard. Monday. Morning.
1: <laughs> he does not text us. We don't talk sports until um, six o'clock when lunchtime. he leaves yeah. right. lunchtime lunchtime. Yeah. And then not when again I, until he leaves when he clocks out. He's a when diligent when worker
2: thinking in as the drive home. Uh, why do Arsenal stink? <laughs> this is this is like the fifth time
0: you've asked me that question, and it's just it's humorous every time. Okay, um, I'm, right. I'm I'm less I, I'm I, I'm less concerned overall with the result against Fulham. Um, obviously, we should have won the game, and so that's a disappointment. Um, my bigger issues with Arsenal right now is we are very imbalanced. And everything, if you want to stop Arsenal at the moment, you just stop the right side, and we're not doing anything on the left side of the field. Um, Perhaps this was kind of thrown for a loop when Yurian Timber got injured, um, and we expected more ball possession from an inverted left back than we've been getting recently. Um, Obviously, Zinchenko is still building himself back into fitness, and I expect Zinchenko to start... um, at the weekend instead of Kivior. Um, but uh, last year, last year we had a lot more attacking threat on both sides of the pitch. Um, whether or not that was Zinchenko inverting and playing behind Xhaka, who was very willing to hold the ball and progress on the on the left-hand side and then feed Martinelli and Martinelli could get into play, or on the right-hand side with Odegaard and Saka and Ben White overlapping a lot. Um, right now our wingers, because it seems like Arteta wants both wingers to invert. And that seems like that's a mistake. Excuse me, both both fullbacks to invert and bring both fullbacks into the midfield. Um, and then I guess you're pushing your Odegaards, your Kai Havertz further up into the attack, but you're not releasing any pressure. Like the, the wingers are under a lot of pressure and they're not getting any overlapping runs from fullbacks. And so it's really breaking down play. Whereas last year... That was happening a lot on the left. You had a lot of a lot of places in midfield on the left into Martinelli, um, and so Martinelli was having more one on ones. But now on on the right, what you would have you have Ben White overlapping a lot more, and so he would relieve pressure on Saka. But like none of that's happening right now, and it all boils down to the fact that um, that Kai Havertz is a very different player than Granit Xhaka. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Brad wants Kai Havertz to be a bad player for Arsenal. I'm not I saying know, that. I, you do. No, but you I, you do. And and it, it's it's painfully obvious that you do because every time Arsenal play your first question is, "Oh man, how is Kai Havertz this weekend? Oh, he had a stinker. Yeah. Still hasn't scored." That's all, oh. That's, I, all Arsenal, it, that's
1: all Arsenal That's all Arsenal's Twitter is turning into, though. No, too.
0: but it's but it, this is the most manufactured crisis um is, is it? It, yes, absolutely because the fan the fan base it's not turning on Kai Havertz. Like, get out of here. It's been three games. Um, there was a moan when he missed a pass. There would have been a moan if Odegaard missed a pass and we were losing to Fulham. Like, it, 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 the fans at the stadium are going to moan when a player misses a pass. But, okay. but, but really, it's just, like, s- systematically um, wanting all the fullbacks to, in- both fullbacks to invert, not having overlapping runs, um, and then not having the same uh caliber or same style of player on the left in that left eight role is really hurting arsenal right now um because our attack is uh very one-minded uh down the right and i would say that we have one of the best right sides in the league one of the best right sides maybe in the world between odegaard and saka um and if we get ben white in the right back position instead of playing center back then perhaps you can make an argument there um but we just we're imbalanced and that, that that's the biggest issue um, I would like to see, because I think I think that Declan Rice has more of a Granite Xhaka style profile than Kai Havertz does. And so, uh, what we're all hoping for is against um, who do we play this weekend? United. Okay, yeah, we play United. We want to see Ben White at right back. We want to see Gabrielle and Saliba at the center back, and we want to see Zinchenko at the left back, and then we want to see Partey back at the six, and then play Declan in the eight in the left sided eight role. Let him be a little bit more freewheeling. Let him be a little bit more ball-carrying behind, you know, who, who cares? Start Nketiah. I'm happy with Nkedia. Nketiah's had a great start. Start Jesus, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. But I, I would like to see that. Or if you're not going to, if you want to play, a, and I said this after the first match week, if you want to play a more aggressive style against Maybe a lesser team, perhaps, you would play Emil Smith row in that left sided eight role and then kind of have a similar situation where you have Odegaard on the right, Emil Smith row on the left, and you're just, you got you got tens in both of those positions, letting them dictate the play. So I really think we're just imbalanced at the moment. We're not playing the right formation. For some reason, Arteta persists or insists on this parte right back experiment. Um, but if we do that against United, I think we're going to lose. I don't think we're going to beat United. I think if we play our best formation with our best players, we easily handle this Manchester United team easily at home, but it's a matter of
2: doing that.
1: I, I, well, I got I got a follow-up. Oh, go ahead, John, because this is your line of questioning uh,
2: first, then I have a question. I was, I was just going to say that I I notice a little bit of that and take a little bit of uh, the criticism in the same way that you do, that if you're going to invert both both the fullbacks at the same time, and you are going to push, push the envelope all the way up the field in that manner, the way Tottenham have done, and the way Arsenal have started the season. Then don't expect Saka and Martinelli to have a ton of goals. Yeah, because yeah. they're they are just there to pull defenders. They're on an island. Like, yeah, in the, so, in the, they're on so, an
0: island in the corner flag. In like, the corner, they got so no place to go. You're,
2: you're you're expecting Sun, and and that's what I've said about Sun. And, and Kulusevski ended up with a goal this past week. But if we're going to crowd the box in the way that we have been, they're not going to. It's going to be all midfielders. Yeah, because the thing is, if if <laughs> if they're, you push they're the ones falling into the half spaces yeah. with the with the space to hit the ball, if you're pushing mid,
0: if you're pushing defenders into the midfield your wingers are going to get pushed out and if not then your the midfield is going to be too congested like the middle yeah. of the park is just going to be too congested and then yeah, that low block that you're playing against is just going to be able to compress and it's going to make it a lot mm-hmm. easier you're not going to have enough width in order to do anything and that's yeah. where the overlapping fullback is useful um yeah. but
2: I, 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 I agree, agree. Question, I agree with that way. you, you answered your own that. question
0: why is I it i
1: forgot i forgot Tierney got loaned out cuz i was like why is Tierney not been playing
0: yeah that Makes me sad too. There's a lot of sadness um, going and, on,
1: but also, um, you spent 60 mil on Havertz and you want to bench him for the next game. That's but, okay, fine, but like, I'm
0: but, like, I'm just I, saying, this is like, this is the narrative. Oh, you've benched him, yeah. There's only 11 players a lot on the pitch at one time. Like, I get that, yeah.
2: So yeah like, we bought with Charleston last year for depth, it's okay, like, yeah, it's okay. I don't think. It's the going. Uh, it's the going. It's the going rate right for a backup right now.
0: But, but imagine bringing Kai Havertz on in the 60th minute in that role. He's fresher. He's got more legs. Uh, and then you can you can change your style of play at that point if you want to be more direct or like. But like right now, I, I we were really Arsenal were very very good last year. Yes. W- would you agree with that? Yes. I, and I think a lot of that boiled down to the fact that, Granite Xhaka. Was really really good last year, and we need to replicate that. It's obviously that's obviously an important position in this system. So I would like to see Declan Rice play there because because Thomas Partey is is one of the best central defensive midfielders in the world, and playing him at right back is a disservice to his skill set. Say what you will about him, but he is. I think you would be foolish to say he's not one of the best in the world. I'm not saying he's the best in the world, but I oh, yeah. Look, think he's one of the best in the world.
1: Um, so. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad at you for it. I think I agree with you mostly. Um, I just wanted to point out. I think Declan would do well in that role too. Like, let me be clear. Like, I think Declan Rice should be in that role. Um, and Kyivert should be coming off of the bench either as your backup center forward, one of the cam spots, like whatever position. That he wants to play on that given day. Yeah. Cause like I don't think I don't think we've ever been able to, and I know we're not like super good at this, but we've been watching long enough that we can usually identify a player's best position. I don't think we've ever determined Kai Havertz's best position. Um You've obviously seen him play has.
0: you've obviously seen him play a lot more than I have, so Yes.
1: Yes, I've seen him do the eight roll, ten roll, nine roll, all of it. Um there wasn't really a best position. But yeah, no, that, uh, my question was about Tierney and not playing, but he got loaned out, so that answers I did, that question.
2: I did find it funny that uh the most common Liverpool for as a uh compilation, well it was a, it was a slow motion video It, was, it wasn't compilation compilation, but it was uh from week 1 when as a cuts back on cuts back on rice. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then week two, splits yeah. the di- Split. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, it was yeah. Week two cuts cuts back on rice. Splits the gap, and it's parte that he's splitting the gap with. Once like you, know, once the camera comes in, you realize it's both of them mm-hmm. yep. who are supposed to be defensive. You yeah, know, one, top top five six in the league, center defensive mids, and he's dicing them both to the point that he gets fouled. To, uh, to be fair,
0: to be fair, A, he wasn't fouled. Um, there was no
1: foul on that play.
2: Was no foul on that play. Come on. No, there, to step in.
0: there was no foul. There was no foul
1: called on the field. Yeah, there was just like there was no foul on Romero this week at the, at the okay, Spurs game. Timeout. That was very different. Um,
2: that, <laughs> uh, th- th- That's there's a Red
0: all day long. For Romero, yeah, sure, but yes, not. Yes, there was no now, foul in the. Correct. There was think no think foul was The Crystal. I think You're he, a he, in, he he initiates okay. the contact on Partey's thigh. Um anyway, we speaking of Liverpool, I'm glad that you brought up Liverpool because oh boy was there a barn burner at Newcastle this weekend.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: Like, so game ends uh Liverpool wins the game two to one, um, but that is if if you just say that if like if you just were to say Liverpool beat Newcastle at St James's Park in a vacuum, they won two to one. You say that in a vacuum, everyone's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can I can understand that result. Um, Newcastle were up one uh, one nil in like the twenty sixth minute or something like that, and then in the twenty eighth minute, Virgil van Dijk gets a straight red card. Um, much to Tamzid's chagrin, uh as he pointed out in our discord. Um, however, his, I think, Tamsie dear read of the adjudication of the foul saying why it should only have been a yellow card slightly misplaced because the foul did take place outside of the box. And so it was a, it was a judge to be a denial of a clear goal scoring opportunity um, outside the box. That's a, that's a straight red card um, offense. Um, so Liverpool down to 10 men, they level the game and then Darwin Nunez gets a gets a brace and wins the game for Liverpool in the ninety-fourth minute or something like that. Um what a result. What a result for Liverpool.
2: Did he yeah, come that's, on? That's, that's that's one of those moments in the season where it's one of those galvanizing ones of like we're not losing points here.
0: You know what the and, worst and it, you know what the worst part about that for Liverpool is? It's,
2: it's in August.
0: It's well. No, I was going to say it's a week before the the international break starts, right? So it's oh, like yeah. it's like yeah, like like could you imagine doing that at like the beginning of like the the Christmas run in or something like that? And you then remembered? you got you got yeah. all this fire going into the New Year's and yeah. the, all the way to, you got all the way into February before that next international break. Yeah. So like I agree with you, Sean. It's like like look what we can do, and then in a week they're going to get shipped off all across the world to go yeah. play in worthless nation league tournaments or whatever um that
2: was that was um that was their game was it against you guys or were, was it against united um where somebody really riled up trent and then they, oh. they Jaka. that was arsenal oh, it, was, it was Arsenal. Jaka okay. was talking smack okay and it really it really brought the team together and then for the rest of the season they were on a torrid pace that led them to champions league and maybe they brought that into the new season.
0: Well, it maybe all, it's
2: completely fabricated almost to Champions
0: League because they are they are if you were to check the uh, Europa League Twitter account all the all you've got
1: is uh,
2: <laughs> Liverpool uh, <that's> right. <laughs> Almost Champions League.
0: <laughs> almost Champions. Um
1: I think Tam that's these favorite followed account is the Europa League. <laughs> you know, it's so funny.
0: It's uh, Z, I don't mean to laugh at you, but it's really funny when you just respond to please stop to all of the Liverpool videos that they post. Um you know I I mean like Brad you were you were joking before we started in our pre-production meeting about how I had a, a caveat about how I thought Chelsea would eventually come good and I had the same caveat for Liverpool um later in the same episode um I, I anyone who's sleeping on Liverpool this year I think is is doesn't understand what this Liverpool team is yeah like eyes. like like they 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 go through phases but it was only it's only a matter of time before the, this team is a juggernaut like this team is a juggernaut, Um, and they are going
2: to be good this year. They're going well, to be good. That was evident in our one through twenties, our our selection. Yeah, us the, at our, least I yeah. think all of
1: us. Yeah, I'm sure we all <laughs> had them pretty high I, up. I
2: pointed that out in the Discord. Is, is that I? Man, I look back and none of us, none of us picked them less than third. Yeah, I had them second. You two had them third. None of us believed in the clop eight-year decline or seven year if you're superstitious. Well, that
0: only Brad, Brad's the only one who brings that up. I know, it's been that. Uh, yeah, Brad's on that it. weirdness. My horse.
2: All of us, all of us were picking them. Yeah. In the top um, three. Um, it was a great week of football.
0: If I'm being completely honest, I mean the Sheffield City game, Sheffield United City game, uh, Rodri. Uh, so 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 Holland misses a penalty in the first half. He scores early in the second half. Uh, Sheffield United equalize in like the 85th minute, and you're like, oh dang, they're gonna steal, they're gonna steal two points from United from from City here. They're gonna draw the game, get a point, and then uh, Rodri equ- answers like almost immediately, like two minutes later. Um, so that 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 was a great game. Um, who had West Ham?
1: Beating Brighton, dunking on yes. Brighton
0: this weekend. Yes, Ooh. with like
1: with seven percent possession or something crazy. I like. I don't think that's a super exaggeration. That I mean, was on no get... one's
0: bingo
2: card. No Nobody's. one's bingo card. Um,
1: twenty-two yeah. percent. Sorry, twenty-two percent
2: possession. I I joked uh, last week or the week before about if you go into the Amex lacking confidence, they <laughs> will embarrass you. They will embarrass you.
0: <laughs> West Ham said, "We don't care. Have the ball. We don't want it." <laughs> Right. Yeah. Like
1: West Ham is playing scrappy. Like
0: <laughs> it was the definition of counterattacking football. Um Yes. Forest was been doing. Forest was up 2-0 on Manchester United for a very long time yep. in that game.
1: Should have won that game. Should
0: have won that game. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Or at least drawn that, it. Or at least drawn it. They should have at least a drawn point it. or something. Yeah, then they had a
2: uh, red card. Shout out to Ana Wobi or Anna Woney yeah uh has scored in like the first five minutes of all three games it's been incredible it's been at least the last two weeks it's been the first five minutes he's the third
1: african player to score in seven straight games
2: yeah it was four Uh last year and three this year
1: yep yeah Yeah. i saw that sound like wow so
0: like i mean this was this was a great weekend uh for football um we have another great weekend coming up at the weekend coming up. So you'll have to uh, check back with us later this week. Um, on Thursday, we've got this uh, a preview episode of Match Week 4. That's the last one before, um, before the international break. So definitely check back with us. Uh, hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you enjoyed this weekend. Um, join the Discord. Do the Sheets of Integrity. All that good stuff. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, that guy in the blue is at KSBradG down below. That guy's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I'm at James Tiffany collectively on on X, excuse me, on X, we are at redcard underscore radio. You can find us on
1: Instagram, Brad. Is that yes, correct? On the gram. It's uh, yeah, at
0: at redcard underscore radio as well. Correct. So we we're, at
1: we're red card we, underscore radio everywhere.
0: That's that's us everywhere. Brad's gonna be doing TikTok soon, I'm sure. He'll be doing little little dances or something. I don't know. Um, so we'll see. Um Sean's gonna Sean's head will explode if Brad texts us and will, says we have Sean a TikTok. Be, Sean will explode. He'll just he
1: will be so
0: upset. All right, that's all we got for you guys. Check back on check back on Thursday. Share this with a friend, and we'll uh, we'll see you guys on the preview episode. Have a good one.